0: Welcome, welcome. You're listening to the Drink a Little podcast where we talk about exploring the world of wine and spirits while not letting it take over your life. My name is Kelly Doherty. I'm a joyful child of God and a certified life coach. I'm also a wine educator and a wine and spirits brand designer. I'll show you how you can navigate your relationship with alcohol and how that mindset spills over into the rest of your life. We'll learn about the world of wine and spirits together. All while bolstering your confidence that you can have boundaries around alcohol and live your most amazing life. This is episode number nine. I've called it. I'm not saying margaritas didn't happen. It's a double negative. I know. So what did happen in Mexico with me last week? And you will find out today on drink a little. How this works is we taste a little and then we see where that leads us in the world of managing our mind and creating intentionality around drinking. Now today we are going to be tasting and exploring the 2021 L.A. Cheto Cabernet Sauvignon from Baja, Mexico. And we'll find out how this wine leads us into a discussion on believing in yourself and opening up to new thoughts. What I love about this wine and sharing it with you is that I went to Mexico to get a little bit of beach in my soul, but also to explore wines. And I'm not saying that margaritas didn't happen because they were on my drink plan. But I do intentionally want to support any local wine regions wherever I go. And I was so impressed with these wines. While I was in Mexico, I had a wine from this Valley de Guadalupe region. um, While I was there, I had a white blend that was a Chardonnay Sauvignon Blanc Viognier, and it was perfect for a fresh summer's night. And what I wanted to do was bring back a red from that same region and try it at home. Because I don't think people traditionally, or I didn't think of Mexico as a wine producing area. This is closer to the equator than you would think most vineyards are. Most vineyards are located like 30 to 50 degrees latitude, either above or below the equator so that they can get um, the sunshine they need, but they can also get the cool weather that they need. And it kind of makes sense when you think about the wine regions that are really famous, you know, where they're located, France, Italy, Spain, um, even California. We've got New World stuff that's in Southern Hemisphere, uh, Chile, Argentina, New Zealand, South Africa. Those are all in that 30 to 50 degrees latitude. And the valley of Guadalupe is slightly south of that 30 degrees. So you would think it's too hot to produce quality grapes. But we're talking about a Mediterranean climate. It's got cool ocean breezes and a really high altitude. So that altitude of like a 1,000 to 1,200 feet above sea level helps moderate the heat so that it can be a productive growing region. And you get those ocean breezes. And we know from California and from other regions, those ocean breezes also bring beautiful fruit, beautiful grapes with them. So, And I was thinking this was maybe a new up-and-coming area. Maybe this was like the California of the 70s. But when I looked up this brand, L.A. Chetto, I'm probably not saying that right. I apologize. Um, I found that it was actually found in the 20s, this brand. Not the 2020s, the 1920s. So I'm ready to taste that tradition from an unexpected area. So let's give this Cabernet a little swirl and a little taste. they really get a lot of lovely black fruits blackberry black plum black currant a little a little cinnamon cassis that is something um that is a word that you will see written in wine tasting notes cassis and it really is just um another word for a more um intensified or more dried black currant flavor and if you don't know what black currant is, I have the best stuff you can get on Amazon. It is called Ribena. So this is a British product, and it can come in the concentrate or in, in just juice form, but it's got this black currant. It is just the most amazing flavor. So check that out if you don't know what that is. But Cassis is just a fancy word for dried black currant with intensified flavor. So this wine. Does have that in there. It's got some nice tannins. It also has some young herbaceousness, which um, kind of counterbalances the complexity. It's not just a one fruit flavor note, but it is pretty young. It's very enjoyable for drinking right now, but it's probably not one to age, and that's perfectly fine. Most of the wines of the world are not meant to age. So I think their intention is to. Have this for early consumption. So, I wanted to share what this wine really brought up for me. And it brought up some thoughts and feelings around beliefs. I'm not talking about the capital B beliefs, but I'm talking about the day to day stories that we believe about ourselves that shape our lives. Maybe things that we grew up with or got accustomed to over time that seem like they're just facts but they may not be helping us to live our most empowered lives. And I've been in the transformational coaching space for several years, and it's my job to question my clients' beliefs and stories so they can look at them objectively and decide whether to keep them or not. The point being to be more expansive, to be more loving, to create more openness. The point is not to change people that don't want to be changed, um, but to empower people that do look to change something in their lives. And beliefs can hold us back. And those ones can be so simple as saying, I'm not good at something like I'm not good at surfing or I'm not good at crocheting. And your brain just shuts down and it's like, "Okay, we've made that decision. We're not good at that thing. Check that box. It's never going to happen for us. So it creates a closed door, which our brains love because they don't have to think about it again. There's no danger in a closed door to our brain. But what is, quote unquote, dangerous to our brain is an open door um, that we have a belief we're not good at something, but we lean into it anyways. We leave the cave and do something new anyways. And in my case, let's say we start a podcast as trying something new. So when I first started this podcast, I purposefully decided to create two new beliefs about myself. The first was creating a belief that I am a podcaster. And it sounds silly to just kind of state that, but we don't come out of the womb with this belief. There's work that needs to be done there, especially... Um, if you're introvert like me, there's work that needs to be done there. So, secondly, and just as important as that belief, I created something, um, that I was telling myself I can pair any wine in the world with any coaching concept and help people along the way. And so, once I made this statement clear to myself, and in my case, told like 15 other people out loud, it becomes really real. <laughs> And that's definitely a good thing to state it and create that reality for personal growth. And it goes smoothly for some short period of time. But inevitably, we hit obstacles sooner rather than later. So this was my first belief-stumping episode. A Cabernet from Mexico that I carefully wadded clothes around so it could make it back in my checked luggage. And I was thinking, what are we going to coach on? And it's kind of self fulfilling, kind of meta, even though I don't like that phrase, but to the point of this episode is talking about beliefs. So since I believe I can pair any wine with anything I want, that puts my brain to work on a solution. And so my belief is that this wine perfectly pairs with opening yourself to new thoughts and beliefs and believing in yourself. In my case, opening myself to new thoughts and beliefs around drinking was the intentional choice to think of myself as a taster and not a drinker. So in my practice, an initial belief we work on is stating to yourself, I'm choosing to be a taster. And this is stuff you can say to yourself and you don't ever have to say it out loud to other people unless you want to. And even just saying it to yourself is a huge game changer and letting your subconscious know this is who you are. You can also choose to say, I'm a foodie and celebrate that exploration, which overrides some of those other thoughts of, I'm a person that struggles with drinking and eating too much. That little mind shift can support your internal thoughts about who you are and bring it to a conscious level and a more empowered place. So I'm choosing to be a taster is a mindful choice. That's built into that statement, as opposed to, I'm a drinker or I drink around my friends, almost like that happened without your consent. And it's so empowering to write your thoughts out and recognize that they are there. Doesn't have to take a lot of time. Thought download in the morning, challenge those thoughts. All of those thoughts, those stories, those beliefs can be looked at and consciously decided on. If you want to keep them, that's totally fine. There's no pressure to throw anything out. And if you want to let those beliefs breathe or evolve, like any good wine needs to breathe and evolve, it's totally fine too. And if you want to totally drop your thinking or your belief, that is fine. Everything is optional. So I trusted myself with that belief that I compare any wine with any coaching concept. I trust in myself that I will figure out what pairs with this wine. I don't have any evidence for that trust at all. I just decided that it's true and I believed in myself. And the same goes for embarking on a journey of shifting your relationship with alcohol. You can move forward with doubt and fear in tow. You can trust in yourself and believe in yourself and doubt and fear can be there too. You don't need any evidence that you can change. You can decide to change with no past evidence that change is possible. Accepting where you are at this moment goes a long way in starting to change. And it's really counterintuitive because we love to fight with reality. We think that forcefulness and withholding or beating ourselves up is what creates change but what really creates change is the openness to self-discovery. That self-discovery acceptance of where you are right now and telling yourself the truth about it. That acceptance can open you up to discover the next steps. And most people I run into want to change something about their life. It makes sense. Me too. That's what we're here for. And you can hear one podcast And shift your thinking and totally change your life. It's totally possible. And if you're anything like me, most of the time you have to hear it about 20 times. (laughs) And change things at an incremental rate. I typically up-level and change at the rate that my body and nervous system can adjust to. Not the rate that I think I should. And dropping that expectation of how things should be i found is so much more sustainable for me. For example, I mean, in the world of wine, realistically, you don't jump from having your first glass of wine to being a world-famous sommelier the next month. You want those in-between stages to adjust and build a solid foundation. So I want to ask you to just breathe. You're right where you're supposed to be. Let any fear and doubt be there for the next step of anything you're working towards. You can take the next steps and bring that fear and doubt along. They don't have to be in the driver's seat just because you bring them along. Trust yourself. Look at the stories you're telling yourself. And ask yourself how you're showing up in the world because of those stories. Ask if those stories are actually true. And ask if you want to keep them or not. We're just exploring the wine. No pressure to drink it all. No pressure to throw it all out. And we're just exploring the beliefs. No pressure to change them all. No pressure to keep them all or throw them all out. That's what I have for you this week, my friends. Know that life is an adventure that you want to remember, so you can taste your way through it. You don't have to drink your way through it. Special call out for my local friends this week. I know I have people listening from all over, but if you are in the DFW area, I will be at Grape Fest having a festival of grapes this Thursday and Friday. It's actually a Thursday through Sunday event where people can come and do a people's choice. So that is fun and amazing event. Hopefully I can see you there. And then next week we are actually going to try an Amarone, a 2018 Amarone della Falle Policella from Italy. And I've had a brilliant request to publish a month ahead of time the wines we're going to taste because not all of us live near a liquor store that has a high selection. So I will get that out to you this week on social, on Facebook, on Instagram. And that will undoubtedly test my abilities to pair any wine with any coaching concept. So I am so thankful for that brilliant idea. And if you are working on your beliefs in yourself and want to take anything I teach to a deeper level, I do have a one-on-one coaching program tailored to your needs where we cover how to stop overdrinking, how to love yourself for all the right reasons, and emotional well-being. Go to kellydoherty.com slash cheers to learn more. That's K-E-L-L-Y-D-O-H-E-R-T-Y dot com forward slash cheers. I'll see you next week.